Ghost Adventures is the sole property of the Ghost Adventures crew and Scripps LLC. We're not in any way affiliated with any of them, we just like watching them do their thing. So if you like Ghost Adventures too, support the crew in the Travel Channel. Also, this podcast has profanity in it, so take whatever precautions you feel are necessary. Hello and welcome to another episode of Insanely Haunted, the show where we watch and review every episode of Ghost Adventures. My name is Max. I'm Cassie. And I'm Beth. Hi, Beth. Hello, Hi. Beth. Hi. Lovely having you. Lovely to be here. We're so happy you've joined us today, Beth. Me too. As I understand, this is another one of those joyful days for Cassie and I where we get to introduce someone to Ghost Adventures. Is this the case? It is the case. This is my first time. It is also the case that... You've never really watched a ghost hunting show before, right? Not not a single one. Wow. Wow. Not a well, one. Well, if you could summarize watching this, your experience in like one sentence, what would it be? Um, wasteful. <laughs> yeah, total waste. Wasteful of time and resources that could otherwise be going to things that have a conclusion. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or that you like genuinely enjoy doing. Yeah. 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 So. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I don't want to be a bummer. Uh, do no, not being right. a bummer. That's how this. That's how this shit is. It takes a very special kind of um, <laughs> masochist to uh, do a show like we're doing. You made the choice to do a podcast about a TV show that you actually like and enjoy? Yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about your show? Sure. I have two about two shows that I enjoy and but the one that matters <laughs> is Buffy Speak, which is about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. We're the premier nice. Buffy recap podcast. Nice. We're not. That's a lie. But There's probably 500,000 of them. <laughs> there really are and they're like they pop up every week and they all follow us on Twitter like as they start and That's I'm just hilarious like, i mean like we're on season seven we're halfway through season seven so i'm like feel free my dudes the, the <laughs> end is not for y'all yeah yeah um we are approaching the conclusion which is nice in a way because uh-huh. it's like we've been doing this for three years yeah so i'm wow. kind of like all right and it's it's nice because i can't binge right now because when i do i get my plot points confused when i record uh. the episode <laughs> Yeah. So I have to do it one at a time. And that's no way for me to watch a TV show, especially it's hard. my favorite TV show. It's right. really hard. And you guys are two seasons in. Yeah, we just started no, Buffy. Oh, yeah. Two seasons oh, in Buffy. Well, I thought you were talking yeah. about Ghost Adventures and I was about to be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Which is fun. It's no. fun. <laughs> fun is one way to describe something that you can yeah. have. Um, but I don't know if... It's fun to it's fun to watch Ghost Adventures. It is. It's weird I did. Having... I mean, I enjoyed it. It's yeah. just I don't think I enjoyed it in the way that the show intended me to. Yes, no, 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 exactly, no, 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 exactly. No, no. We we enjoy it ironically. And there are people who enjoy it, like for for exactly what it is and for for how it's meant to be enjoyed. But there are better <laughs> ghost hunting shows out there. there. Far and away, so many. <laughs> I think the ones. only yeah. thing that sets this apart for some people is they think that Zach Bagans is very very attractive, which is a real thing. Huh. I do not. 
I do not okay. find him attractive physically or emotionally. He does a lot yeah. of very unattractive things in this episode in particular. Mm-hmm. I was really sad. I guess I'm getting ahead of myself. I was sad that we didn't get to see any stripper ghosts. I know. I thought we were going to get it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we kind of buried the lead on this one, folks. Sorry for not telling you. We're at the, what is this place called? The Market Street <laughs> Cinema, which is apparently San Francisco's most famous and most haunted strip club. <laughs> yeah, it's in one of the most haunted strip clubs in San Francisco. Oh, no, it's not even the, it's one of the. <laughs> and I was like, if this place had one ghost, it would be the most haunted strip club in America. <laughs> now, I kind of, there's something I find charming about the idea of a strip club that is like famously haunted. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I think that would be a fun draw. Like you go in here mm-hmm. to watch people take their clothes off and because you might see a ghost. Mm-hmm. You may see a ghost. I'm wondering if Zach secretly wished that one of the ghosts would have been like an, uh, a, a ghost stripper, like a stripper who used to strip there. And now she likes to like strip for guests. For the guests, like put on a show. <laughs> yeah. Like- and I bet he was really disappointed that that was not one of the options for him. Mm-hmm. This place used to be like an actual movie theater. Really interesting history on this yeah, building. It was- yeah. I've never seen anything like this before. Is it not usually like that? I'm going to ask a lot no, of those kinds of questions. Oh, that's totally fine. No, th- th- I mean, usually the, the places that we learn about are pretty interesting. Um, okay. It's just we have a, a penchant for old theaters, I think. Yeah, and this one I've never... It's just unique to me the way the building is constructed, I think. Yeah, There's super. something cool about that. Yeah, I thought they were lying when they... Because apparently the strip club is like... It's like you put like a shoebox inside of like a moving box. Yeah. And it's like... <laughs> it's like, there it is. This is, this is the strip club now yeah but it really is like that it's so crazy like yeah so yeah so when the, when you see the the zoomed out view like zach goes upstairs in into the theater mm-hmm. building and what you see when you're when you're up there is that the everything above the balcony everything above the theater balcony is as it was 100 years ago mm-hmm. whereas the kind actual stripped down though stripped down no, no pun intended no, oh my god <laughs> sorry <laughs> no maintenance in 100 years but the stage and and the front row area has been enveloped by a box a climate controlled box that is the actual entertainment venue now i'm all Mm -hmm. for repurposing old theaters but i am kind of upset that the rest of it isn't used at all and it also seems like a hazard really like it doesn't seem it doesn't seem good like if there's a fire up there how fast would you know If you're in the club. You know what I get really pissed off about? Churches take over historic theaters. This is an interesting time for that. (laughs) We have several in our area. Oh yeah, that is true. It's a little upsetting. Mm -hmm. Anyway. That's definitely, definitely, definitely not what happened here. No, that's Um, the total opposite. Take that and run in the opposite direction. The Church of Sex. (laughs) Sex Church, all right. Yeah. So this is, Zach is kind of uncomfortable, but like, I think he also gets kind of a kick out of being in a strip club. You know what yeah. I mean? Like he's like, ooh, we're in a strip but club. But I was now. really surprised at how not heavy he went into the whole stripping aspects of it. Like, usually yeah. he's a total creep on the show. I mean, show. he was kind of a huge creep He was creep kind of a episode. huge creep, but not in the, oh, I'm going to get some sexy some action. ghost sex. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe it's because he actually had to, like, speak to these women, to their faces, like they're actual human beings rather than referring to them, you know, not actually speaking to like strippers or sex workers, referring to them as like soiled doves and prostitutes and actually like interacting with human beings who do something that isn't 
like a social norm. Mm-hmm. Beth, I'm sure you can. I'm sure you can extrapolate that this show. This may may not come as a surprise. Ghost Adventures <laughs> does not have a great track record of dealing with issues related to sex work. Oh, huh. Yeah, I know. Total that's, shock. That's fascinating to me. So there's a number of there's a number of spirits that we're sort of introduced to throughout the course of this. Though somebody in the beginning they mentioned that there's going to be four, and we only meet yeah. two. Yeah. So I don't know what happened to the other two. Oh, they but... did. Okay, so they they mentioned that there are two stripper ghosts and two handyman ghosts, mm-hmm. and we only meet the handyman ghosts. We only meet the handyman. Yeah. Oh, wait. Can we talk about the very beginning, the intro, yeah. and how Zach apparently doesn't know that homeless people exist? Yeah, he's somehow I, shocked by this in San I, Francisco. My first note is classist bullshit. Yeah. He's like assuming that this neighborhood is really bad and nasty because there's a lot of people living on the street. And they keep filming homeless people and they're their belongings that they're carrying with them. Yeah. And then shooting back to Zach, having this disgusted look on his face. He's like, San Francisco is one of the most interesting cities in America. And as you can see, we're probably in one of the more interesting parts. And it's just like, those are like, but those are people. Yeah. Who don't have TV shows and also (laughs) are just human beings. Like, what is your damage? It's literally the first thing that he says, like outside the building, he's like looking at these people people pushing like shopping carts around and they have you know the big trash bags over their shoulders and it's just like he's like oh haha this is an it has no bearing on the rest of the episode i know it's just a really distasteful addition intro to the whole thing that has nothing to do with there's a lot of that in this episode i didn't yeah I didn't know if that was like there was some like weird race stuff. Oh, yeah. dude! Oh, yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. We get like <laughs> Zach Bagans gets to be two kinds of racist with one human being in a part of this episode. That I, <laughs> it's just mind-boggling. Like the dude should win a fucking award for this shit. He's the most socially inept like person on earth. Has no idea about socioeconomic issues. Probably. Well, he probably thinks he does. He's probably one of those folks who's like, I don't see color. So this is a place that is haunted by four ghosts, two handymen, two strippers. We do not meet anybody but the quote unquote handyman. I don't understand. Like they don't give us one of these two spirits is a, is a gentleman who is referred to as James in this episode. Uh-huh. And James is first referenced as a projectionist, then as a janitor. And it is also said that he lived and slept in the projection booth. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Which doesn't make sense this to me. Does not make None any of this sense. makes sense. We don't even have any like actual records that these people are real people that existed. And James is black in the reenactment. I would not <laughs> mention this if there was literally ever any black people in any of the reenactments that they do in this show. Yeah. But for some reason, they have decided that James is black. Also Gary. Specifically. James and Gary, the two, quote, handymen Who have drug problems. Yeah. Yeah, it's going there. So get prepared for that, because not only do we encounter these two ghosts that are supposedly black people with drug, drug habits, we also meet a dancer here whose name is Marina. Mm-hmm. And Marina was in a film... That was, I feel like the way we do these intros, these like um, interviews is so ass backwards because Zach is talking to this dude who Charles filmed, Webb, who filmed a fucking horror movie here and then got spooked <laughs> and filmed a fucking ghost documentary. Real life documentary here. Yeah. And like a portent of what's to come, we hear that Charles was filming Marina without her consent. 
Expl- she explicitly forbade him to film her. Mm-hmm. And when he denied that uh, and, and started to film her, we learned that supposedly James, the spirit of James, alerted her to the fact that she was being filmed and deleted all of the footage off of the camera. So my first instinct is James sounds like a cool guy. Mm-hmm. I don't understand where any of this hate about James is coming from. Mm-hmm. Because Zach even talks about it like he talks about it as though James is like fucking with the production of this film and mm-hmm. not as though James is is helping. Helping somebody, uh, you know, assert their own uh, Yeah, basically agency. informing someone that they are being taken advantage of. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like a chill dude to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Zach does the same exact shit. Like literally the same exact fucking thing. He gets permission from Marina to go, go with her into the basement area to check out the ghosts down there. But she asks him not to film her and he films her anyway. And th- this son of a bitch, this... <laughs> fucking asshole she even says i know you're filming me and stop filming me and he in the fucking camera footage that they put in the episode says no i'm not yeah he doesn't turn it off after that he keeps filming how did you why did you think that you could put that exchange in the tv show yeah i mean obviously the bigger question is why did you even start filming but the other question is why did you put this in the tv show yeah you look like an asshole because you're being an asshole yeah you're advertising the fact that you are an asshole and this yeah. is why you nobody likes you, Zach. <laughs> also, there's like no um nothing happens in the video that could not have just been blacked out and played as audio. Yeah. No, absolutely nothing. He could have just used the recorder app on his phone and it literally would have I mean like they could have like done the little waveform things. They were still and wearing I, they were wearing mics. They were yeah. being audio recorded already. And it's like, I understand that, you know, oh, it's TV. You have to have audio or visual, like, you know, stimuli. Literally in that entire, like, I don't know how long it was. Let's say like four minutes. Nothing happens except for uh, James talking to them and Marina getting increased. And the the coded language. Oh, I know, dude. I was just about to say, like, she turns into, I'm sure Zach thought he was dealing with a, with a fiery Latina woman. <laughs> Channeling an aggressive black man. So we've got this really cool patina of of racial insensitivity going on. (laughs) Because she's upset that he's not honoring her request and the the, the deal that she made with him. Just because she's upset with him dishonoring that, she's automatically like... And he pretends like he doesn't understand why she's mad, too. Yeah, Yeah, he keeps saying, she gets increasingly more aggressive. And it's like, she's not aggressive. Her voice, like, the whole time... She's so calm, this whole episode. Yeah, her voice, whereas I would be like, if that were genuinely me, and if I was like, please don't record me. He's like, I'm not. I'm like, I like I have eyes. I see your phone. Stop it. I would have just like turned around and walked out. Yeah. But she's like, she's like, okay, fine, asshole. Like, let's do this. Yeah. But then like her voice is just so level. Yeah. And I mean, she's if you know, if we're going to subscribe to like the ghosts and psychic and all of that, she's like, don't fuck with the unknown. Like he's, she's like, you're fucking with the unknown. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not. Because she's also saying that James doesn't like lights and yeah, doesn't like cameras or. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And his his phone, it's got the flashlight on. Mm-hmm. And she's like, James doesn't like lights. Don't fuck with the unknown. And and all the while her voice is like, doesn't raise. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have any of the like signs of being, quote, aggressive, mm-hmm. except for maybe swearing. But like the rest of them swear all the time. Yeah. And it's like, 
she's like, if anything, she's doing you a favor. Yeah. So like, what's your deal? Yeah. Yep. It's ridiculous. It comes to a head for me when he turns the camera to his own face and he makes this face like, oh, jeez. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God, he's it's such just, a douchebag. It's bag. so fucking gross. Like, it is the some of the most pronounced grossness since there was an episode we watched called The Shanghai Tunnels, where he literally goes on a ride along with a cop and they arrest someone on suspicion of being a sex worker. Like, literally, this woman is being arrested on camera while Zach oh talks gosh. about about the her and the tragedy and all of that only like four feet away from her yeah, <gasps> yeah it's insane this guy sucks so like that's if you're ever <laughs> listening to the show and you're like dang they're really mean to zach <laughs> <laughs> uh, just watch the tv show and you'll understand why uh and the other thing is that like she so marina claims that she's psychic and I don't know whether she really believes this or not. The proof that they give us for Marina's claim to psychic ability oh my is gosh. first she correctly identifies which car is his, which honestly not I, you could you could do that easy right like you could have just seen him getting out of the fucking car earlier yeah. or he might I don't know he, he might have been he does have a it. Twitter he does yeah you know like. There's always a chance that... I mean, this is like really basic psychic shit, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. is, is telling somebody this is what kind of reading someone. And then she says some shit about his family. That's what we're told. What yeah. I think actually happened is she said something like she just really cut to the core of his <laughs> extremely insecure ass and like said some shit about the way he treats women and why they don't like being around him. And he believed that this was like her unveiling psychic information about his family history. Yeah, she I wrote down the quote. He said, for my family's safety, I cannot convey what she told me, <laughs> which does he mean privacy? I I don't know, but it's also <laughs> like. I don't know. Yeah. And and it's just like, it's so clear. And I think I said this to you while we were watching it. It's just so clear that like, either she said something that didn't line up with the narrative of the episode. Uh And he was like, no, we can't, we can't have that. We can't have that fitting in with our two handy men and our strippers and whatever. Or she, yeah. Or she said something that was like genuinely insulting to him that he deserved. And he was like, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not me. Not yeah. my TV show. Also, how come he gets to keep out something she said to him, but he doesn't keep out video of her? Yeah, it's like, you know, it's like that whole thing. She like, meant, if there was, if only there was a word for, for the tendency for white men to get away with stuff that they don't let other people get away with. If only <laughs> there was like a word for that concept. It's, it's like that whole thing where it's like straight men understand consent when they go to a gay bar. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> For sure, for sure, for sure. Oh, yes. That's how it is. It's like, oh, he understands consent when she says something, when she does something he doesn't want her to do. Right. Like, okay. And then this is like further, like it's, he is further engrossed by the episode later on when, I know I'm jumping ahead just a little bit. He is like interviewing a couple of other dancers at this place. And one of them mentions a ghost that she's seen. And he, she has to turn him down like six times. Yeah. yeah. From from his offer to have them come back for the lockdown. Yeah. Like, yeah. Ser- like over and over and over. She's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> he does not understand consent. Yeah. She says she was sleeping. She says she like pulled a triple shift, which like God bless her. Oh, shit. Yeah. Right. So she went up to take a nap, like in the loft. Uh-huh. And when she woke up, she saw a disembodied head floating and it scared her and whatever she ran away and so zach is like would you go up into that loft with us and she's like no and he's like are you sure 
Bruce. He's like, no way. What if all three of us come too? Yeah, he's like, what if it was me and all of my guys up there? I'd be standing right beside you. She was like, no. And he's like, are you sure? And then (laughs) he says, please. Like, oh my gosh, just leave the poor girl alone. Like, yeah. I just, I have more respect for every woman in this show oh, than yeah, I but do for any of the men. That's yeah. that's the experience of watching Ghost Adventures, yes. <laughs> uh, we also learn about Gary, who is another ghost. Another um, maintenance guy, um, apparently. Played in the uh, in the reenactments, played by a black man again. Apparently, it was addicted to crack and no her- meth. Oh, sorry, meth. meth? Okay. But they show him he, smoking crack. These boys don't dope. know what drugs they are. They mentioned dope. Well, also the person who mentioned dope was like seventy years old, yeah, and old okay. people have weird names for drugs. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, he smoked, he smoked dope, he sold dope, and it just sounded like one of those things where someone is like, like the police are like. Have you seen this man? And she's like, well, I saw a man. Wait, is what is dope? Dope could mean basically anything. If if you're not a drug person, then saying dope doesn't mean fucking anything. Okay. Dope could mean weed. It could mean heroin. It could mean speed. It could mean so many different things. That's why I don't believe this. Is because this woman, this woman heard a rumor or started a rumor and Mm -hmm. doesn't, can't distinguish it from whatever truth there actually was. Well, also, okay, I mean, no offense to this woman, but she is older. Yes. Yeah. She is, she no longer dances, but she, she used to. Former and, exotic dancer was her little tagline thing. Yeah, and and I, she it's didn't say... the only say, thing she says in the whole episode. She, she didn't say yeah. how long she had worked there, but you would have thought that if she did work there for many years, she would have known, like, personally known this person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, how long ago did this happen? How old is Gary? Yeah. This is a good question. They never say when these people died. Right, yeah. These are just, like, stories. We were not given any, like, actual evidence that these people actually existed. This was what makes it so funny in the episodes where they do get, like, insanely, unbelievably exhaustive about their records checking. God, there was one that we did recently. It was a house in Indiana. It'll be the one... The Blue Moon Manor. Yes. Is this the next one that we're gonna... I think it is the one we... I think we just recently did that with somebody. So... We did an episode recently that takes place in Indiana and Zach like grills this guy who's telling him similar stories about the haunted house that they're about to go into. And he like doesn't believe this guy for a fucking second. He's just like, well, we need to make sure that this is real. And, you know, you're telling me this stuff, but we don't actually have any evidence that it actually happened. And he goes to a public library. He he meets with two members. He sits down with two members of the historical society who do not want to be there. They have the worst time of their whole lives (laughs) with this guy. And he just drags it on forever like trying to find records of these people that apparently you know existed and all these stories so that's why like episodes, episodes like this <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable because he doesn't do fucking anything to yeah. verify any we don't even get last names for these people no we get no <laughs> biographical information whatsoever aside from their names and what yeah. their ghosts are said or, to or do. like like obituary records yeah uh-huh. like Nothing like that. I looked up the Market Street Cinema on Wikipedia to see if there were any records of like 
Oh, these, by the way, it closed down a year after this episode aired. Oh, really? Yeah. It's oh. not open anymore. Wow. Mm. But I can't find, it just says, it's considered haunted in popular culture. Oh, <laughs> God. It features in a 2013 episode of Ghost Adventures and was used as a shooting location by filmmaker Charles Webb for a low-budget uh, horror movie called G-String Horror. Did All we right. mention, we didn't even mention that. He, The movie this dude made was called G-String Horror. Oh, yes. 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 This dude gave me such huge, ungainly creep vibes. Yeah, yeah me too. If I saw that guy, I would like straight up just cross the street. Yeah, yes. Oh, for sure. <laughs> he sounds like he was a regular there who just happened to have a little bit of extra money to make a movie. If he was behind mm-hmm. me in line at the grocery store, I would put the little conveyor belt divider down. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that is such... Accurate way. It's like, oh no, he's not with me. Oh, it's this guy. Okay. Uh, He seems like the kind of guy who who tells really long stories to the people who are checking his groceries out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He seems like the kind of guy where I would like emphasize the fact that I have wedding bands on my left hand. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just like hold my face with my left hand where they're like very visible and I don't know, maybe like rustle around in my purse to to make him nervous as to what I could potentially have in my purse. Right. By the way, men, these are things that women do sometimes because we sometimes feel threatened by creepy men. Mm -hmm. There's a whole laundry list of (sighs) keys between the knuckles. Yeah. Don't don't wear your your buds in your ears late at night so you can hear. Don't wear a ponytail. That's a that's an urban myth. (laughs) So many different things. Oh, yeah. I've I've definitely walked home with pepper spray in my hand, like ready Mm -hmm. to go. <laughs> and yet Zach Bagans thinks the scariest thing in the world is to be possessed by a ghost. Mm-hmm. And not what ordinary human people have to worry about every day of their lives. <laughs> Do you all remember the doorman from this episode? Yeah. No. His name was Chris. Yeah. Um, and Chris apparently got floated down the stairs by Gary. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> this was the most untenable thing. I I, this was so wild to me. The story he told was like he I, it was I don't like I can't even form a movie in my mind of what happened. He's just talking about how he fell down the stairs, but, but he takes like five minutes to describe it. And, and then he doesn't Gary, like feel the floor until he's landed, which. Yeah. yeah. When you're falling, you don't feel the ground until you hit it. But that's how it works. But he's like insinuating that like the entire length of his fall, he was in air, mm-hmm. which sometimes happens. That's yeah. I guess he's I guess it's good that he's still with us. I mean, maybe, you know, maybe a ghost did it, but. Yeah, it is good that he he's still with us because people can, can definitely die that, die that way. You die real bad that I, way. I had hope for him so briefly because for two seconds it seemed like he was not going to be one of those like, oh yeah, the ghost, I felt his presence. I right. had For like two seconds, the way he was talking had me believing that he was like, I just fell down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he was like, he's like, I didn't really fall as I was lifted up and floated down the stairs. <laughs> Great storyteller, this guy. 
It's good yeah. that they have a doorman, though. That's, it is. That's really good. Chris was not the most threatening man I've ever seen in my life, though. Mm-mm. No, he was not. He was kind of, he seemed like less of a doorman and more of a mater d. Kind of you know like I mean? the, 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 well, the greeters at Walmart. Yeah, that's the energy he has. <laughs> more of a Walmart greeter, less of a bouncer. Yeah. He just has to check your receipt to make sure you bought that microwave. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Uh, so. Oh, uh, so we got to talk about. Um, unfortunately. Unfortunately, we have to talk about Gary. So apparently Gary was another handyman. Slept in the basement. What is up? with this why did james and gary sleep on the premises did he not get paid or something or yeah or okay i understand san francisco is ridiculously expensive to live in so you know it is possible that he slept down there but so gary supposedly died of cardiac arrest everybody assumes this is drug related and apparently that the sewers overflowed into the basement area and covered him in like four inches of sewage poo water yeah and they had to peel him <laughs> off raw, it just raw. no yeah it would and the because the thing they don't tell your kids is that uh poo is uh uh, acidic Mm -hmm. and so when it comes in contact with inert flesh it can melt it and that's nasty yeah also i don't know if they've explored this possibility but if they had sewage problems there's the chance that it could have been built up gases that killed him like suffocated him Mm, if he was down there yeah i mean they said that it was a heart attack induced by drugs or something like that again no fact checking on that yeah yeah the um female ghost told them that it was a heart attack oh yeah that's right that is are you serious yes they they because what so later on in the episode evp experts mark and debbie constantino show up Mm -hmm. uh rest in peace and They do a quick spirit box session and a quick EVP session where apparently the ghost of a woman says the words heart attack to confirm that Gary had a heart attack and died. Cool. That's your fact checking in this episode, folks. And with the arrival of the Constantino family, it it is it is then that we move into the lockdown phase of this episode. Mm -hmm. Long lockdown in this one Uh, Mm -hmm. started at 18 minutes. Beth... the lockdown begins anywhere from 12 minutes in to 25 minutes in. Mm-hmm. And that is your uh, quick estimate of how much like actual evidence is gathered by the Ghost Adventures crew. Because if your lockdown lasts 10 minutes, that means nothing happened. <laughs> that means they went in this place, got uh, f- like two and a half days worth of footage and got 10 minutes of good stuff out of it. Mm-hmm. But this time they were actually able to get like half the episode. Zach at the beginning of it recounts the entire show ahead like that we just watched in case we were channel surfing, I guess. Mm-hmm. Did y'all notice this? He just went through everything that they went through. No, I, I totally missed that. Good. It's good that you missed it because it was boring <laughs> billy and jay are here uh they're keeping track of shit from nerve center nerve center what does that even mean i think it's just a cool word for a room with lots of computers in okay. it okay yeah when he said that i was so like i said out loud i was like what does that mean yeah like because i don't know what any of like the technology quote unquote explanations behind any of it when any of that is the ghost hunter lingo yeah. There is Ghost Hunter lingo, and uh, the, you didn't get a whole lot of it in this episode, but I imagine there were quite a few phrases that made you hit, uh, scratch your head that we experienced Ghost Adventures watchers. 
Uh, we're having no trouble. One of the funniest things in this whole episode to me happens right at the beginning of the lockdown. They're all in the basement. Mark Constantino says something about having difficulty breathing. In the frame with him is Zach Bagans wearing <laughs> yes. a gigantic respirator mask. I was actually just going to bring that up too. Yeah. And then like he so he says I'm having trouble breathing and then everybody is silent for 2 or 3 seconds and and Nick says, "Yeah?" <laughs> Like, nobody knows what to say about this because everyone's looking at Zach. Zach doesn't mention his delicate respiratory system. We had to explain that on the fly to Beth. Usually he does explain it. Look at this cat for yeah, a second. Yeah, I know. She's really having a great... Hold on. She's got a goober on her I eyeball. I know. Okay. I fixed it, I Okay. Think. We got our bean. Oh, she got a... She got, I think it moved. Hold on. Gross. You're Gotta gross. clean our baby's goop. <laughs> so while they're in the basement, they hear a lot of noises that they identify as unexplained that... To me, read like just the normal noises you hear in a building. Mm -hmm. Like they hear footsteps, which could be Billy or Jay going to the bathroom. I don't know, man. Like, and and they keep. Well, at one point, Debbie Constantino is like, and it it sounded like they were over here, and then they were over here, <laughs> like footsteps do. You know. Wait, I have a question. Yeah. Were they at all in the main? performance area i don't think they went there at all they went down into the basement for a lot of it and they went up into an apartment that mm -hmm. supposedly exists there and they went into the theater part i don't know if they were actually on the entertainment stage do you remember um i know they interviewed um uh, whatever his name is carl webb charles webb whatever his name is on the stage but basically never during the lockdown no, no, definitely not. Like, they only went to the basement and I think somewhere else that I can't remember. It all looked very similar to me in the projection room, I think. So Just where the two people died. That's a little weird that they didn't go in the main area at all. Yeah. It's also a little weird that they didn't really interview any of the people that worked here for any appreciable amount of time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I can understand them not wanting to be interviewed. Right. For but, privacy But reasons. first of all, you'd think that Zach would jump at the chance. Oh, sorry, Bean. Hold on. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> but first of all, you'd think that Zach would jump at the chance. And yeah. also, these people would have much more experience with any kind of paranormal stuff. This, They spend more time there. Mm -hmm. So my my the reason why I brought that up was, I mean... There could potentially be people on the main floor. There could mm -hmm. be. The, my instinct is that the cleaning crew is here. Like the overnight janitors are mm -hmm. probably here mm -hmm. because they hear a noise that say, they say sounds like rolling or pushing, which could very well be a mop or a mop bucket or like a floor waxer or something. Mm -hmm. And at one point they do this thing where there's a lot of splitting up in this episode. Um, they split up and Mark and Debbie hear this noise again, mm -hmm. whereas Zach and Nick don't. And this is used to say that this means it's extra ghosty. Right. <laughs> like, there's more compelling evidence because only some of them heard it. Mm-hmm. Beth, that's a running theme in Ghost Adventures. Incomplete or inconsistent evidence is actually better. Okay. And I don't know why, but that's how it is. <laughs> uh, this is where we get that EVP heart attack. This is where um, they... they split up in lots of different combinations to sort of in investigate different spots. At one point, Zach literally because he does not have a handheld cam at this moment, just grabs one of the static night vision cameras to use as his own without running this by Billy or Jay. So they're both <laughs> like, Zach, the camera just got disconnected. What happened? Well, but Max, Zach is mysterious and spontaneous and that's what makes him so attractive. <laughs> yeah. 
capricious is is what I would say about oh, Zach. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's why he's the boss. That's why he's the boss. It's also at this point that Zach begins to suppose that there are many ghosts of dancers who died at the club because of drug overdoses. Yeah, he says it. And it, it, it hasn't come from anything. It comes out of nowhere. We have not, this has not been brought up at all in this episode prior to this. Unless and you it, count the very beginning where they said that there were two ghosts that were said to have been dancers here before they died. But the, again, those are just stories. That's all the detail also. And, and we didn't go into those stories at all. So where the heck does this come from? It just sounds like he's making ridiculous assumptions about former dancers. Yeah, it's like he says it, it never gets brought up. Nope, it doesn't come it's back like, at once. It, it doesn't get brought up before. It doesn't get brought up after. Mm-hmm. It is the most buck wild thing. It's, it's a total just throwaway. Like, yeah, it's like it's just like one of those like things where like somebody says something and you can just tell they only said it because they wanted to say it. Like mm-hmm. it's not because for sure. like for sure. It added anything to the conversation. He's like, I think there were strippers here who died of overdoses. And he also does my least favorite uh, white dude thing, which is he refers to these adult women who were doing sex work as girls. Mm. Which is something that happens constantly throughout this episode that really just gets my goat. Like the constant, they're literally talking and interviewing these people while they are dehumanizing them. Yeah. But also using them as content for their television show that they're producing. Yeah, that's a gross thing about sex workers just in media in general. They are always like the girls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And nobody girls. questions this. Nobody thinks about what they're fucking saying when they say that. Yeah, so gross. So at, at some point, uh, Mark and Nick go up to investigate the disembodied head. Zach is heading out <laughs> to the um, the projector booth. By himself with a camera that he just grabbed. This is also where he mentions that apparently James is known for possessing the women that work here. Mm-hmm. Again, never mentioned prior to this. And never mentioned by any of the women that are interviewed. Yeah, that's what I was like, where did... Because that was what was confusing to me is like, where did he get that information? Yeah. Like, was he just, like, talking out of his ass? Yeah. (laughs) I was just going to say that, actually. (laughs) Where did it come from? His ass. (laughs) Additionally, Aaron is with Debbie in the basement doing some EVP. And since their flashlights had less battery than Aaron thought they had, that means there's hella ghosts down here. So many ghosts. What does he say? Is 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 that the first get out? Yes, this is the first get out that we get. It doesn't. I, OK, so we we fessing up. We watched this for brevity's sake, for convenience sake. We watched this streaming online and it was one of those websites where they had to chop and squeeze it so that it would get past the censorship robots. Mm-hmm. And what they did to the audio was they just pitch shifted everything down. Mm-hmm. I think that when you do that, it fucks the EVPs up because none of the EVPs in this episode were even remotely close to what was put on the screen. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I know that we always say that, but like it's w- so much more egregious in this one. Yeah. And like, cause, cause sometimes you can believe that they hear this in this episode i could not actually believe in good faith that a human being would hear the things that they say they're hearing yeah mm-hmm. because the get outs sound less like get out and more like man <laughs> <laughs> one, the one that supposedly says heart attack sounds to me like ah, that. 
<laughs> like there's no I didn't hear any consonants in that, folks. There was something. Oh, early in the episode, um, the they're like, what's your name? And he said, nope. Yep. That one was good. That one was really great. And I love And then that. they go, um, will you ever tell us your name? And they say that he says never. <laughs> but I heard Emmett. <laughs> Really? And, and maybe I heard that's because Edward. I was thinking of names. Like, maybe that was the suggestion. It was just like, oh. But, like, they're like, oh, he's never going to tell us his name. I'm like, really? Because I think he just told you his name was Emmett. i don't don't understand (laughs) yeah sometimes there's like things that are kind of obvious but they just totally miss them oh yeah even like potential haunting type events like like real shit yeah sometimes you'll be watching ghost adventures and i'll will see something in the background that i'm like that's a real ghost that just got captured (laughs) on camera and nobody (laughs) says a fucking word about it yeah (laughs) There's a really great moment in here when Nick and Mark are together, when they both are start to get really shitty with the ghosts and like guilting them yeah. into, into showing up like, well, we're going to leave because you guys don't seem to be doing anything. So I don't know if you want us to go or not. This is where they get another get out uh, from from Mark at some point. Wait, Mark, Mark, Mark Constantino. Oh, Mark oh, and yeah. Nick are together for this part at some point during this Nick feels something and the footage <laughs> is so great. I wish we could make a gif of it. It's like he makes a mini twerk. It's sort of like somebody <laughs> bent down and just pushed his hips out from underneath yeah. him. <laughs> but what he feels is a tug on the top of his shirt. The 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 audio the video is inconclusive. It could be something tugging on his shirt or it could be him tooching his booty out really hard <laughs> and that like moves his shirt. But it, it's also really it funny also because it could just it, be the camera angle of him him moving versus the camera angle. I didn't see anything moving. Yeah, he's I just, watched. They replayed that footage like four times. Yeah. I watched it so intently every single time, and I was just like, "No ghosts. No, yeah. I I can't." Uh, we also see an orb on the X cam and we get that famous footage that Cassie and I love so much where it's a blizzard of dust that Zach uses <laughs> to prove that this is not what dust looks like. Yeah. Uh, it's like when you go to a theater and it's dark, but the projection lights on and, and you, you see, just yeah. see yeah. a blizzard of dust. That's what it looks like whenever they show an example of what dust actually looks like. <laughs> and so after like, being in and then this- and then whenever they show like uh, an example of a bug, it's like almost like you know when you go camping it's and there's a six foot w- wide dragonfly. A, yeah, and there's like a bathroom light on outside of the little bathrooms at campgrounds, and, and there's just like a swarm of bugs. The scariest bugs you've ever seen in your life. Where you're like, damn, those are out here all the time. Yeah. I'm a visitor. <laughs> this is their world. <laughs> Why did we camp so close to the creek? Carboniferous Park. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that's a a geologic history joke. Got Uh, it. Not very many opportunities for geology lessons in this episode, unfortunately. Nope. Uh, After a while, they all regroup uh, in Nerve Center to go over what they've got, and then they split up again. I don't know what, maybe they needed a juice box or something. <laughs> this is, but they split up again, and Zach and Aaron do this dumb shit where they're walking through the hallways. They, now, this is a strip club, but it also has private booths 
for renting porn, oh, yeah. pornos where you can just go in and if you're if you're too socially anxious to get a lap dance but not too socially anxious to not go to the strip club <laughs> or you just want to have a wanker or you just want to have a wanker to yourself you go into the little booth you buy a porno and you you do your thing zach and aaron see a light flashing above one of these doors which typically indicates that the room is in use and they just open it it's just so rude, I feel like. Like, there's a ghost in there. They didn't even knock. Yeah. They keep making a big deal about touching the doorknob. I know. And it's yeah. like, guys, if you don't think that thing gets so vigorously sanitized every 30 minutes. Well, yeah. not necessarily. I mean, still, I, I kind of get it, but they're making such a huge deal about it. Also, they, don't need to. they walked around the entire rest of the building, opening doors, looking in places, going, right. into like, going into like gross basements. And, and the guy's like, oh, I don't want to touch <laughs> the door. Better use my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, OK, we get it. Yeah. I get it's it. You're so 13 years old. It's cool. scared of the sperm. <laughs> uh, at one point, Mark, in order to try and get a rise out of the ghosts, I guess, says, this place is pretty nice. I feel like I'm moving. feel like I'd like to move in. And then apparently the ghost says something like, don't make me move out. It sounded more like I'll kick your ass or something like that to me. Oh, at one point, Aaron locks uh, Zach into one of the rooms. Actually, the room with... Well, yeah, Zach was inside, and he was just like, I want to get out. Let me out. I'm not touching the doorknob. (laughs) It's like, this is for all the times you've fucked over Nick or Aaron. Do you know one time Zach left uh, Nick inside of a... I call it a body cubby, but... (laughs) You know, in the morgue? Morgues have those... Oh, no way! Yeah. He just left him in there, closed the door. I believe he locked it and walked away. Yeah. Oh, that's... And Nick had like a major meltdown. As you would if you were yeah. in a like sensory deprived small space. That's used for bodies. Zach is definitely a narcissistic sociopath. Yeah. Like a hundred percent. He's learning how to not show it, but he was not very good at that as a youngster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point, Billy and Jay hear what they call a moan. Mm-hmm. It definitely sounds like somebody's tummy growling. It does. <laughs> it sounds like Zach was resting the recorder on his stomach and it growled. Yeah. This is also where the and th- when Zach hears this this moan, by the way, it freaks him out so bad he throws the recorder. I'm yeah. sure they get hangry sometimes. Oh, surely. Because yeah. they what they start the investigations around. It's like eight. Eight or nine, or maybe earlier when it's winter time. But like, and they're there till like eight in the morning. And so I doubt yeah. that they're gonna have snacks. Well, at least Zach won't because he's got to look. You know. Well, maybe he's bulking, so he needs more snacks. <laughs> maybe I don't know, but yeah, I'm just saying. Like maybe sometimes their agitation, their sense of of discomfort, is actually just because they're angry. Just you need a juice box, bud. Mm-hmm. Oh, Have a <laughs> you're not you when you're hungry zach <laughs> hungry grab a snickers with this we are not sponsored by snickers I know. but but hey snickers we do like those things so like <laughs> if you want although your chocolate should be free trade should we talk to Colin? equal trade this? we should talk to Colin. let's talk to the scavengers network see if we can get some snickers sponsorships in here <laughs> mm-hmm um, no, we should get what's the other the, no slate Tony's 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 Chocolonely. Yeah, Tony's Beth. I don't know if you're aware of them. They're a chocolate company that um, th- 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 fired a shot across the rest of the entire chocolate industry's bow by writing "slavery free" all over their chocolate, <laughs> with the implication being that all other chocolate is made by slave labor. And you, frankly, 
probably <laughs> at some point down the line, probably. Um, if it sounds like we're running out of things to talk about, it's because we are. Mm-hmm. The episode kind of peters out, but there is a glorious moment near the end of it. Billy gets sent through with the full spectrum digital still camera. Oh my God. Now, Beth, have you heard of this device, the full spectrum digital still camera? Not at all. It's just a camera and it takes pictures <laughs> that are mostly purple and that's about it. Like th- cool. It's supposed to have all, sp- all spectra on the electromagnetic spectrum, which is bullshit. It's total bullshit because human beings can still only see some of them well no it's bullshit because there are like radioactive wavelengths yeah and like fucking radio waves and magnetism waves and stuff like that do i sound like a dipshit is magnetism waves a real thing fuck (laughs) so like one of the like it definitely doesn't um show gamma rays gamma radiation gamma radiation is radioactivity that can kill you like doesn't show in cosmic waves too yeah, it doesn't show any of that. No. It just takes purple photographs. It just and, shows UV light, probably. And so <laughs> Billy takes one picture that Zach... What's she doing? What's the cat doing? She's just crawling around my shoulders. <laughs> oh, she's speaking. Can you hear her? I cannot. She's sniffing the microphone. That's my loss. So Billy takes that, in, that full-spectrum digital still camera, and he shoots a room, and Zach hones in on a, like inch square piece of that photograph that is um supposedly a face it's not a face it's not a face and they try to help us see the face and that makes it worse (laughs) because it actually reveals how much it's not a face at all and the face that they draw on there is so like baby's first art (laughs) it's like zach just from scratch trying to draw what a woman looks like Mm -hmm. did he give her a little bit of a wink also or was that just me i think her eyes were like exotic looking we're gonna have to like that's gonna have to be the image for this episode (laughs) is that yeah i really if i was one of those crazy people who could do insane photoshops i would love to photoshop a human face to look like that yeah oh god yes (laughs) ow linea ow Lydia is you tearing doing? you up right okay, now. There, She's just beating the shit out of you. Okay. And that's basically the it. The yeah. it. That's the it for this that's one. That's the it. That's that or just, not. Just ends like that. So, Beth, uh, how was your first time watching Ghost Adventures? It was thoroughly underwhelming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I suppose I can see why people would enjoy this as like a form of like entertainment in the same way that like most reality tv is entertainment sure yeah. sure but i like i you know i've watched some good reality tv there's some episode, good tv shows yeah <laughs> this episode just did not do it did not hit that bone for me nope what was your favorite part i think it was just like i was just so in awe of the like overt racist mm-hmm. overtones mm-hmm. they aired this yep they, they aired, aired this, this. not oh, even that long ago it, six years ago and not believe even. it or not it even gets worse like there's an episode where they go to a home that used to be a plantation oh no they use the s word maybe once they speak about slavery in one in maybe one five minute portion of the tv show okay yeah sure there's another episode where they're on a plantation and the boys uh, decide to put, oh my God. to sit down and put their ankles in some ankle shackles that were actually used on enslaved people. No, to they try didn't. And, yeah, they did. To try and like get in the mindset to be like, we now we know what it's like. <gasps> oh, no. Sorry to ruin your night, Beth. Uh, Cassie, <laughs> oh what was your favorite part of this episode? Um, 
I can't really think of anything. I want I want to nominate something as the best part of this episode that is not actually in the episode because it happens off camera. And that is Marina absolutely annihilating Zach Bagans <laughs> in the way that I'm sure she did. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wish, I wish, wish, wish I could have that audio uh, and just hear how totally decimated he got. Oh, wait, I do have a favorite part. Um, not in like an entertaining sort of way, I guess, but just how juicy the uh, dancer did not back down. Uh, yeah. And mm-hmm. did not give in to Zach's repeated requests to do something that she felt uncomfortable doing. She did not back down. And I think that's awesome. And she didn't have she shouldn't have had to deal with that, but she didn't let him push her around. So nope. that was good. So before we let you go, Beth, there's one last segment that we do in every episode um, that we call Tweet Watch. And the reason we call it Tweet Watch is because it's when we get on Twitter and we pull up Zach Bagans' feed (laughs) and we just see what he's up to. I did that while we were watching the episode and he tweeted something three hours ago. (laughs) Oh Oh my God. So we're behind. Like this is like five days ago. Um, There is an image of someone responding to Zach Bagans' tweet. They are wearing scary clown makeup. And they say to Zach, we're watching you. And Zach retweets them with the comment, my homies, clown emoji, skull emoji. <laughs> this is this cannot be believed. I thought that was Zach Bagans at first. I'm going to screenshot right. this so you can okay. have it. Um, can you go to the Valentine's Day post that he did? Oh, my God. That's a Chipotle. What? Where his Valentine's Day. I don't know if. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a Chipotle. Oh, sometimes when I'm out investigating the paranormal, I meet new friends and it's a photo of him holding a puppy. Oh, cute. Oh, jeez. What is he oh, doing? Geez. That's a goat. Is that a goat? That's a goat. Oh, my God. That's a goat. What? Oh, my that's God. That's so cool. So, I'm so fucking jealous of okay. Zach Bagans. Yeah, this Chipotle image. Happy Valentine's Day to my beautiful sweetheart. And it's just empty table and chairs. <laughs> <laughs> and then this lady replies, fixed it for you, hee hee. Oh, come on. You can do better than Zach They can Bagans. all do better. Every person in the world can do better. Uh, yeah, so that's Tweet Watch. Uh, at one point he tweeted, ring-a-ding-ding, a ring-a-ding, a ring... <laughs> what the fuck? Ring-ding-ding, a ring-a-ding-bing-bang is what he tweeted. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, dude, you can watch Demon House Uncut on Travel Channel with with lost footage. He's watching his own... Watching his own terrible movie. What? Here's Bozo the Clown. My, genero- my generation was tough. We watched clowns for breakfast. He says, I watched Bozo all the time on WGN whenever I visited my dad in Chicago growing up as a kid in the 80s. It was my favorite show. Clown emoji. How is that your favorite show if he's... He's apparently terrified what of clowns. What did Bozo do to you, Zach? Anyway... That's that's that. Anyway, that's Tweet Watch. Thank you, Beth, for coming on our show. Yeah, thank, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I hope you had a good time, even though um, watching Ghost Adventures is by and large a bad time. <laughs> <laughs> Remind our friends where they can find you if they want one more time. I personally am at Beth Eleanor with two R's. So that's B-E-T-H-E-L-E-A-N-O-R-R on Twitter. My Instagram is Beth-stagram. I so love it's, that. Ah. I love that. it's a great handle. B E F F Instagram. And my shows are. I have three shows. Damn, dude. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, Buffy Speak, um, which is a Buffy the Vampire Slayer recap podcast. Um, I have gra- uh, the Fourth Journal, which is a Gravity Falls oh, recap shit. Dan, podcast. Dan was telling yeah. us about that oh, cool. one. Yeah, Dan. Yeah. Um, Dan recently joined on as my co-host. I'm so psyched. And my third one is should be out by the time the first episode should be out by the time this comes out is a real play horror fiction podcast called A Potolesma. Ooh, that sounds sick okay. as hell. Cool. Yeah, maybe people who listen to this show might like that. I yeah. hope you would. And we'll try to put links to all of those in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I'd like to say thank you to the Scavengers Network for making us part of their family. Uh, you can go to www.scavengersnetwork.com to find more awesome podcasts and video series on YouTube. I'd also like to thank our good friend Leandra. Thanks, Thanks for, for the, the hand. hand for making the show the logo for our show. Oh, With- and don't don't uh, I can't talk. And remember to support your state and national parks. Please donate to the National Park Conservation Association or the and or the National Park Foundation. And of course, you can find you can donate to us at patreon.com slash insanely haunted. Just a reminder, there's a lot of different levels of support. We understand if you can't and we understand if even a dollar a month is all you can do because, hey, you know what? It's more than we expect from you. <laughs> and uh, th- this isn't, of course, to say that just listening, just showing your support by like telling your friends and downloading every episode. Those are great ways to show support. Too, also, so. giving us reviews would be awesome. Yeah, I think I think we're a five star podcast. I you agree. Know? Oh, especially thanks. this one with our good friend, Beth. No. Uh, and anyway, I think that's about it for this evening. Uh, signing off like usual. My name is Max. I'm Cassie. I'm Beth. And you just heard a, a Class, Class A EVP. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. Hi, I'm Morgan Spatola, the host of Morgan Needs a Podcast, which is a podcast about cats. Uh, okay, Morgan, great delivery. Love the energy, but that's just, that's just not true. Can you take that line again, please? <clears throat> okay, um, I'm the host of Morgan Needs a Podcast, a podcast about the evolutionary advantages of gizzards. Morgan, what? Okay, okay, it's a podcast about, uh, bosons and other elementary particles? A podcast about strange-colored milk? It's about doing crimes for people you like. Beer. It's about beer. Cactus safety. How to properly retrieve a dropped burrito from a sewer drain. It's about, uh... All right, Morgan, we're three hours into this ad recording, and I'm starting to think that you don't actually have a podcast. I don't. That's the whole point. I'm trying to find one, and I want people to join me every month so we can figure this whole thing out together. That's why it's called Morgan Needs a Podcast. Part of the Scavengers Network, and available wherever you get your podcasts. Now I'm-